Welcome back to another episode, ladies and gentlemen. I hope you're having a wonderful day as always. Manitoba's ruling class, a.k.a. the Manitoba government, the elitists themselves, once again show us how they truly feel about us low-life peasants and how they feel that they should govern us. And it is hair pulling out mind-blowing. Time and time again, the PC government truly truly demonstrate how they want to govern us and it is not at all conservatives i'm so sick and tired of these career politicians coming in front of the cameras coming out with these fake bs wins acting like they're in it for the betterment of manitoba or manitobans in general when it is so clearly selfish intentions time in and time out Like, think about it, Manitoba. These are career politicians. They are trying to make a career out of it, meaning they need to be elected. So nothing they do, it's, it's, they put themselves first, then the party second. Nothing they do is for the betterment of Manitoba. If they do something that you happen to agree with, that aligns with your thoughts, political viewpoints, that is coincidental. The people I'm going to talk about in today's show are literally the same people that in the height of the COVID lockdown, the COVID BS bullshit lockdowns, when they were demanding that us, again, lowlife peasants had to mask up in public. And if not, they were literally stealing money from hardworking Manitobans, a.k.a. giving them tickets. Meanwhile, these elected officials were out at a gala drinking, eating, laughing, not a mask to be seen in sight. And and when asked about it after, they just laughed it off. It is literally rules for thee, but not for me. And the first article, I mean, just they throw it in your face. They do not care. This is so fucking mind-blowing in the heat, in the middle of our, our healthcare crisis. When we ask simple questions, remember, these people work for us, these supposedly representatives of the people, refuse to say how many healthcare workers have quit when, when a journalist asks that question. This is so fucking mind-blowing. This is like, an, I mean, on top of a, a, a laundry list of reasons why I will never vote PC. Again, this is not me ragging on the PC party because I'm a liberal or an NDP supporter. This is supposed to be my team. And I will never vote for the PC party in Manitoba again. Not after what Pallister did during COVID and what uh, Stevenson and her minions continue to do. It is mind-blowing. From the free, free press, Manitoba's health minister won't say if there's been a net loss or gain in the effort to recruit healthcare providers or whether the, she thinks the public needs to know. Is that not infuriating? How about if the public asks, the public needs to know? This is so, they, this just demonstrates how they truly feel, how they truly feel they should govern us. They feel that they are an elite class. It is Audrey Gordon has to go like the the fact that this 
chick still has a job is mind-blowing for the simple fact that she was caught not wearing a mask after she demanded everyone else did people literally had to pay fines because they didn't wear a mask and audrey gordon squirrel squires whatever the fuck her name is there's a list of them all caught without wearing a mask and they will just lie right to your face time in and time out so I'll continue, though. It's a decision that may erode voters' trust in government, says one political expert. Now, real fast, you do not have to be a political expert to realize this is going to erode voters' uh, trust in government. Like, I... Uh, uh, health Minister Audrey Gordon announced last week that 900 healthcare providers have been hired since the Progressive Conservatives' Health Human Resource Action Plan to address the staff shortage was unveiled in November. So the whole point of this plan was to address the shortage. Gordon hasn't answered questions about whether those 900 hires represent a net gain or loss. If the workers uh, have been hired, uh, if more workers have been hired than the number who have left. Literally the only important fact, the, the only important piece of information is that 900 even a net positive. It like, it could be a negative, and she's coming off as this is a victory. This chick has lost the plot, Manitoba. We have to get her out. On Thursday after question period, the minister who was asked to explain why she refuses to share that information and if she sees any value in being transparent with Manitobans about actual health care staffing levels. Quote, I believe that we are accountable to the public for the commitments we make as a government, Gordon said. Our commitment was to add 2,000 more health care professionals. We are providing the public with information on our achievements towards that goal, which is nearly 900 additional health care professionals, she said. That is what I believe the public wants to know. Meanwhile, the public is literally asking the question that they want to know. But Gordon wants to tell us what we want to know. Because they said they're going to hire 2,000 more, she feels that is the only piece of information she is obligated to tell us how many additional hires. Regardless of how many people let, uh, leave, it could literally be like we could have lost a thousand healthcare professionals and they hired 900 for a net loss of 100. But she's going to come off as if that's the only piece of information we care about. If there are no doctors in the ER, but they hired 900, which is still a net loss. Who's winning in that situation? But they don't care. They do not care at all about you. They just want to be reelected. It sounds good to say we hired 900 people, even if it's at a net loss. They just want a job. It's infuriating. An expert in public and uh, oh, sorry, an expert in politics and public administration said the public needs to know both sides of the ledger: how many people have been hired and how many people have left. It's especially important given an election will be held in the fall. "Quote: The public certainly deserves all the information so it could make an informed decision about the legitimacy of this government," uh, said University of Manitoba professor Corinne Levasseur. If only part of the information is being received and not the entirety of the information, are we getting a clear picture? Why is the minister refusing to answer a valid question from journalists, she said. Bang on. I mean, most politicians will never answer directly the question you ask. 
But when this is just point blank, a number given, and obviously that number is not going to be a good one, she just outright refuses to answer that question. How is this our health minister in the time of a health care crisis? She's not even asking the answering the most important part of the question. While the minister said, I won't say whether there has been a net gain or loss of staff, allied health professionals say that information is readily available from the employer and there's a glaring net loss. So this chick, our health minister, just literally wants us to what have to do our own research to just to point out that they're failing us, dr- drastically lying and failing us every single step of the way. The Manitoba Association of Allied Healthcare Professionals tracked new hires and terminations every month from November 21 to March 23. It shows more terminations than hires in all but two months during that time. How is this not what we're talking about? How come the gov- if the government was for the people, they would acknowledge this, but they again, they just want to get reelected. From the time the province announced its action plan in November until March, turnover data provided by the employer shows 100 new hires and 151 terminations for a net loss of 51 allied health professionals. For the same five-month period a year earlier, November 21 to March 2022, new hires 116 and terminations 172 for a net loss of 56 allied health professionals. So the NDP health critic said the public needs to know whether there is a net gain or loss in allied healthcare professionals, nurses, and doctors, and the fact that Gordon refuses to share that information with the public is telling. I agree. Quote, I think the fact that the ministers are refusing to answer a very straightforward and important question is in itself the answer, Uzoma Azagawara said after question period. And I never agree with the NDP, but that is bang on. That's what I mean. These people are sick. I'm not saying the NDP would do any better. But we cannot vote for people that just will literally lie right to your face just because they're on our team. I will never vote for the Manitoba PC party again. The fact is that we have lost healthcare professionals. The government PCs are not doing enough to make sure we have the healthcare capacity in terms of human resources and their failures are directly hurting Manitobans, as Aguari said. The MAHCP says most of its members have been without a contract for five years and the shrinking workforce is making it tougher to stay for those left behind whose workload has increased. Just two of the province's action plan incentives are available to allied health professionals, says President Jason Linklater, whose union represents all professional technical paramedical employees directly employed by Shared Health, the Winnipeg and Northern Health regions, and many community health agencies, including Cancer Care and the Rehabilitation Center for Children. In Manitoba, the incentive to leave are starting to outweigh those to stay when compared to what's on offer in other provinces like British Columbia, where generous contracts are in place. Quote, it's all a result of understaffing, ultimately, he said. You could draw a line back to the lack of investment into public health care, Linklater said. If you neglect anything over time, it will die. And that is what we're seeing here. So what is making this um, even more frustrating is that we we have no other option in Manitoba. We have a public health care system. And when our elected officials, Gordon, 
are failing us. What do we what do we honestly do, Manitoba, when you have a medical emergency? You go in the ER and you waiting in the waiting room and you or your loved one die. I'm I'm just being blunt, that is what happens to Manitobans. Because because we play team politics and we let this goofball stay in power. It is mind blowing. The, the audacity that she has to think that she doesn't have to answer that question. And they just, just, <laughs> this is what they consider a win, Manitoba. Manitoba fulfills promise to doctors, including $13 million for fees. How the fuck does that improve our ER waiting times? It doesn't. How does it improve the healthcare crisis at all? Spoiler alert, it doesn't. It's just grabbing votes before an election. It's paying the doctors, paying them off, buying their vote. That is, it's infuriating. The Manitoba government has has made good on its promise to reimburse licensure fees to physicians six months after announcing it would help them out. Quote, I am pleased to see this incentive has come to fruition, House Minister Audrey Gordon said Thursday. The licensure fees will be reimbursed for the next two years at an estimated cost of $13 million. That does absolutely nothing to, for the betterment of Manitoba. The government is spending $350,000 to provide all doctors with access to a secure messaging platform called Cortex to help them and care team members connect and collaborate in real time to make diagnostic and treatment decisions faster. It is to be rolled out this month. Let's see if this is going to be, once again, another government flop. Spend $350,000 on an app that is useless, a.k.a. the COVID app. What a fucking joke that was. Quote, we are all healing healthcare by... We are healing healthcare by supporting and retaining hardworking physicians in Manitoba healthcare system, Gordon said. This announcement is part of a broader overall commitment to retain, recruit, and train healthcare providers and improve their working environment. <laughs> it's just fluff. The, the head of Doctors Manitoba said she appreciates the government and has that has followed through on some of its initiatives. Quote, the supports announced today are part of a bigger group of action that we hope will retain more doctors in Manitoba, which couldn't be more important when our most recent data suggests more than half of physicians are considering retiring, leaving Manitoba or reducing their clinical hours. So retiring, leaving, or reducing hours, almost more than half. And Audrey Gordon won't even uh, acknowledge the fact that, it, like, answer the question, is are these recent new hires even a net gain? Because we're about to lose a shitload more. Doctors Manitoba's own survey of physicians this year received 1,121 responses, representing more than one-third of practicing physicians. It found 14% are considering leaving, 12% are considering retiring, 20% are considering reducing their clinical hours. This is uh, not a good situation to be in. And I, and again, I do not think the NDP has the answers, but it is clear the PC government obviously does not have the answers. Gordon said since November when Health Human Resource Action Plan was announced, the province has hired 73 physicians. But shocker, she will not say whether uh, where they work or how uh, many have stopped work during the same time. 
So again, she won't even acknowledge the fact if that 73 new hires is even a net gain. It could be a net loss. It's just, these are the people that we are relying on to fix our healthcare situation. I don't think these people have the answers. But once again, health minister claims physicians beating a path to Manitoba. Are How the fucking audacity this woman has to claim that these doctors are just doing their damnedest to get their way to Manitoba. Do they really want to work in Manitoba? Yet every single piece of information, every single stat out there is showing that we are at a net negative. We are below the average. We are in a dire hiring need. But, I mean, she's she's claiming that everything's fine. Nothing to worry about. What's a couple deaths in the ER waiting room? It's not going to be her. Not her elitist ass. Or any of her loved ones. Rules for thee, but not for me, says Audrey Gordon. Health Minister Audrey Gordon insists Manitoba is a choice destination for desperately needed doctors, despite a well-documented physician shortage and complaints that bureaucracy is driving specialists away from the province. Despite all the facts, despite all the stats, we're like, what are you going to believe, your lion eyes, or are you going to believe Audrey Gordon? Are you going to believe the doctors screaming and that we're in a dire situation, or are you going to believe someone that needs your approval, demands your approval for her to continue her selfish interests? I mean, if you've, if you've been a politician for more than one term, you are part of the problem. You are not just trying to better Manitobans and better Manitoba, and then you go off and continue a lot, your life, but you're making a pol- your a pl- politics a career. That means you're just in it for yourself. You just, that that's all. That, it's, it's, I'm sorry, Manitoba, but I'm blown away at this chick. Quote, on a regular, this, this is what, Manitoba, comment below. Do you believe her? Quote, on a regular basis, I have individuals that are writing and calling my office because they're physicians who want to come to Manitoba. Gordon told reporters Tuesday. After the Free Press published a scathing opinion piece by the acting head of neurology at Health Science Center, Dr. Dan Roberts. So the Dr. Dan Roberts comes out with a piece talking about the dire situation in Manitoba. And uh, our health minister's response is to quote, on a regular basis, I have individuals that are writing and calling my office. On a regular basis, like provide us with one of those fucking uh, writings. One transcript of a doctor just fighting their way to get to Manitoba. Because according to all stats, that is a, just a 100% lie. That she has no problem telling us. Because there's no recourse to her lying right to our face. In the piece, Roberts described the healthcare system riddled with obstacles that prevent physicians from advocating proposals and programs to improve healthcare delivery to Manitobans and pushes doctors to seek opportunities elsewhere. Just like the stats are telling us. 
Gordon disputed the characterization of Manitoba's healthcare system as one that drives doctors away, saying the province has successfully recruited 73 new doctors since January as part of its 200 million health human resource action plan that was launched November 2022. So she's disputing the stats that are widely accepted by all doctors because they hired 73 new doctors, which means absolutely fucking nothing to help our problem if she won't tell us how many have left. Is 73 even a net gain? Did we lose 80 doctors? Like, this chick has, I'm saying mental, but she's lost it. Uh, she pointed to the full complement of family medicine residents at the University of Manitoba as another example of the province being a desirable location for doctors. Once again, that means fucking nothing. That means what? Maybe University of Manitoba is a good school, but when they and their residents, when they become doctors, fully licensed doctors, like the stats are telling us, they leave. So they do their schooling in Manitoba, and then they fucking leave. How, how, how many times, how many people have to tell our health minister this to get it through her head? But who are you going to believe? Because, quote, this is what Audrey Gordon says, Manitoba is a welcoming place for physicians to work, settle, and raise their families. That, that says a lot for individuals who want to stay here and who want to practice medicine right here in the province that we have filled every family medicine residency seat. Again, like $13 million for fees, that helps us zero. Filling residency seats, that helps us zero. It's unreal the things that they try and pass off as wins are obviously nothing burgers. They do fucking nothing to help the situation. It, it it this is what we this is what we voted in Manitoba like like I said and and this is the mo the most frustrating part is when I hear people say that I will never vote uh, the Keystone Party in Manitoba because they'll never win. But how can we continually vote for people that say one thing and do another? These people do not have our best interest at heart. It, it, and I'm not just saying this. It's not opinion. It's based on how they govern. They can't even answer simple questions. So what? What do? Um, what? What are? Our, what do the leaders? What are they up to? You know, uh, Heather Stevenson, our premier of Manitoba, and the official opposition leader. They're sparring over bullshit. There's. Sp they're literally the the big topic of the week is the rebates that Loblaws is getting, and I don't know if I'm missing something. I probably am, but they're arguing over education property tax rebate and whether the Loblaws should get it. Like, am I missing something? Shouldn't education property tax rebate check go to education purposes? I don't understand what the fuck is going on. Manitoba's premier responded to criticism of our government for sending hundreds of thousands of dollars in education property tax rebates to corporations like Loblaws by suggesting on Tuesday that ending those rebates could amount to putting such companies out of business in this province. There's another liar. Like, who is she trying to fool? 
by saying that they don't get a $300,000 education property tax rebate check, that Loblaws is going to go out of fucking business. And if that is the case, then see you later, Loblaws. You're fuck. You're doing something wrong. You should be out of business. Like, do you remember it was only a year ago when places like these were the only fucking places that were allowed to be open and we were shutting down mom and pop shops? Literally, we were letting places that can gather large crowds be open and shutting down small shops. Nothing made sense. If this business cannot operate without $300,000 of taxpayer money while we're socializing their losses, then fuck them. They don't deserve to be operating in Manitoba. The, the PC party is claiming that the NDP wants to pick winners and losers, which they do, because they'll bitch about this program and in the very next sentence say that they're not going to shut it down. They're just not going to give out-of-province billionaires the rebate. They're going to pick who the rebate should go to. And guess what? It's NDP, so we all know it's going to be race-related. It's definitely going to... You're going to have to be a visible minority if you want any sort of fucking rebate from the NDP. So that's not right. They will literally pick winners and choosers, but the PC party is doing it in their own way. Here's a, a mind-blowing thought. How about the education property tax rebate should go to education purposes? And instead of bragging about the millions of dollars of tax revenue that this government is going to get from this corporation, how about you just lower the taxes? Instead of giving them $300,000 back, just lower the corp the business taxes. And if that means less government, that's a win-win. Win, win, win. Less tax dollars going to billionaires. More opportunity for business to thrive in Manitoba and the government gets smaller. But instead they <laughs> argue over this bullshit and I'm just so fucking tired of it. So I know I've been harping on career politicians and this gentleman is a career politician. But if you listen to what he says... If he does one-tenth of the shit that he says, he's my guy. I am happy with him. And I am very happy that Maxime Bernier, leader of the PPC party, People's Party Canada, is going to run in Portage Liscar, the seat that Candace Bergen of the PC party is no longer going to be going for. This is good news. I know he's a career politician, but we have the only, he's the only shot we have. The PPC party of, of uh, Canada, federally, and the Keystone party of Manitoba, provincially. Why? Especially the Keystone party of Manitoba, because it's made up of your neighbors. Plumbers, electricians, farmers, police officers. These are literally people that have worked their whole life that have no intentions from what my understanding, my little involvement with them and a little bit of research I've done. The people that they're attracting have no, no real political experience, which I fucking love. It's just hardworking, family-oriented people that actually want to do better for Manitoba and don't necessarily want to be politicians. Instead, we elect these career politicians that do nothing but rely on our votes. Every four years, they just sit. 
Like, have you ever once heard a politician said, we fucked up and the other party, that's a good idea? Because if they were honestly, truly in it for the betterment of Manitoba, these people would be own up to their fuck-ups and acknowledge good things that other parties do. But because it's all about themselves, they will never, they will never acknowledge that the other party did something good or that they, their own party did something bad. It'll never happen. Like, they just over and over show us that they're not in it for us at all. They're, they're sociopaths. These people are fucking lost their mind. Their mind. Anyways, like I said, Maxime Bernier is going to run uh, for the uh, Portage Liscar seat, which was held by Candace Bergen for a shitload of years, 15 or something like that, 13 years. So, I mean, this is uh, the PPC's, PPC's chance at um, finally getting a seat. And shit, man, I hope they do. Last election, they got 22% of the vote. So... This is, I think, their best shot. So, I mean, if you live in that riding, look into them. Better yet, just look into the PC party and you'll be disgusted. If you actually follow the news, follow my show, and you'll want to throw up in your mouth. So, before you guys just shake off politics completely, let's just honestly give these grassroots party a chance. Instead of voting... Liberals, NDP, PC, Liberals, NDP, PC. And it's the same game over and over and over. Let's give these grass. I mean, let them fuck us over before we complain about them. And then we'll learn our lesson. But we know what's going to happen with the main three parties. You know what I mean, Manitoba? But either way, like that was, uh, I mean, it started ruining your weekend, Manitoba. It is what it is. But I mean, we, the, the the PC party has lost it. I cannot stress it enough. The the simple fact that they won't answer simple black and white yes and no questions that are so fucking important when it is literally life and death and our health and we have no recourse. Like I said, we it, we have a public health care system. There is no private option. You know what happens, Manitoba, when they fail us? You literally die in the waiting room or your loved one dies in the waiting room that is the result of their incompetence and the thing is they never they never acknowledge the fact there's never an apology they come up with these fake wins you know what i mean but either way manitoba i love you guys so much follow me on youtube facebook twitter rumble it's manitoba freethinker podcast or mb freethinker um but either way manitoba love you guys i'll catch you in the next one bye